Hello, everyone, and welcome to Season 2 of the Nebraska Soccer Talk podcast. I am your host, Joe Cleary. Season 1 of Nebraska Soccer Talk netted over 5,000 downloads and a ton of support and shares from our listeners, and I want to say both Chase and I really appreciate it. Season 2 of Nebraska Soccer Talk is going to be an interview series. I'll be bringing on a variety of guests, some guests that have ties to Nebraska and soccer, some just to Nebraska, some just to soccer, and some that will just be good, informative interviews for the soccer community of Nebraska. I'm really looking forward to this, and I hope you enjoy. I'm kicking off Season 2 with the biggest guest we have had on the podcast so far. Joining us today will be Sporting Kansas City's Ozzy Cisneros. Cisneros is an Omaha native who in his early teens left Omaha to join the Sporting KC Academy full-time. This winter, Cisneros became the fourth youngest player in Sporting KC history to sign a professional contract with the club. I'm really excited about this because I talked about getting Cisneros on the podcast months ago when we first started, and now it's happening. So I want to really thank Sporting KC for helping us um, make that happen um, with us and Ozzy. In this interview, we're going to talk about Omaha, Sporting Kansas City, his journey to where he is now, and a little bit more. I hope you enjoy this and the other interviews this summer. If you like our content, feel free to look us up on Venmo at Nebraska underscore talk. We are in the process of setting up a Patreon page. And if you support through the Venmo, you'll be made a Patreon member when all is said and done. Let's get to it. Today, I am welcoming on the biggest guest we've had on the show to date. Our guest today comes from the south side of Omaha, and he has made waves this past winter, becoming the fourth youngest player to sign a professional contract with MLS's Sporting Kansas City. I would like to welcome on Ozzy Cisneros to the Nebraska Soccer Talk podcast. Ozzy, thank you so much for joining us. Really appreciate having you on today. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, and you know we talked a little bit talked a little bit off air, so I kind of want to just jump right into the questions. Uh, I know you're busy between. I know you're right in season, um, but we'll get into how your season is going. But I kind of want to start from the beginning uh, of your story for all all the listeners because I think that's what people are most interested in. Because you know you come from a city where a large portion of our listeners are, are are listening in from. So you know I've been reading a lot of things or all the stuff that's been about out there about you like the news articles and stuff and you've had a ball at your feet since a young age and you've been surrounded by the game uh what was it like growing up in a soccer crazy family but also just a soccer crazy area like the south omaha neighborhoods that you that you kind of were in early in your life uh yeah it was um awesome being from omaha um you know everywhere i would go there was always like a park and it would just be filled with kids playing soccer so I mean, soccer is, is, I mean, I would say it's a big part back in Omaha. And I guess it's uh, made me who the player that I am today. Yeah. And I mean, that uh, people sometimes don't think soccer and Omaha go hand in hand, but they certainly do, um, especially in certain areas. Um, What kind of impact or how big of an impact did, did your family have on your early growth as a soccer player? I know I've read somewhere like your dad got you involved really early. Um, but w- what kind of support and impact have your, has your family had and the community had on, on your early growth before you left for, for Kansas City? Um, so my dad, um, he was uh, my first coach and 
at a very young age. Um, he really wouldn't let me play with uh, kids my own age. He would always want me to play with, um, you know, kids like with my brother, you know, playing older. And um, one of my brothers, he was actually also my coach. And I guess at a young age, he, he saw that I had potential. And every day, he would just push me every day. So yeah, from from a young age, just put push yeah. you hard. Yeah. yeah. Well, cool. That's I mean, that's cool. You had that support from your 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 dad. And uh, it sounds like your your dad must have been somewhat of a decent soccer player, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so how how did how were you first identified by Sporting Casey? Like what what was that like? Um, like, did they come up here? Did you go down there? What, how did, how did you become a member of their academy program? Um, so I uh, guest played for an affiliate called Sporting Lincoln and um, they're kind of like connected and yep. um, we're asking for some kids for a tryout to go to U12 um, GA Cup. Okay. And um, we just thought that, you know, maybe I, you know, maybe I could go to that and hopefully make the team to go to that tournament. So I went to the tryout, um, made the team, went to the U12 GA Cup, and yeah, I guess they they uh, kind of liked how I played. So yeah, they offered me a, a spot on the academy. And the the rest is history. How did you feel? Do you remember what you felt like when you were that young, going to a tryout? Were you nervous, or were you kind of like, I got this? What what was your feeling when you were that 12 year old heading down there? Um, yeah, I was very nervous. Um, you know, going to a tryout for an MLS team, it's a uh, yeah, it had me very nervous, especially um, coming from, at that time, Omaha didn't really have um, any professional teams for mm -hmm. soccer. So, yeah, for me, it uh, seemed like a big jump, but I feel like my my brother and my dad, they prepared me well enough for that. Awesome. Um, and then you didn't, you weren't down in Kansas City full time right away, right? You, you drove back and forth a little bit? Yeah, for two um, years, I would have drive. Oof. That's, that's, that's tough. So who's doing, who's doing most of the driving for you? Is that your mom, your dad, or, or who's taking you back and forth from KC and Omaha? Um, so there were some other players from Lincoln that they also made the team. Okay. And so um, we would drive to Nebraska city. It's like 45 minutes away from where I live. Yep. So we would just meet up and then, you know, one of the parents would uh, take us there. That's awesome. Yeah, for two years. Yeah. Wow. And yeah. then, and then you finally made the jump, right? Um, kind of, I watched, um, we'll talk about a little bit about it later, but I watched a little bit of that Bleacher Report, uh, the Academy YouTube series. So for all your listeners, if you want to learn more about Ozzy's journey through the Academy at Sporting KC, that YouTube series is a pretty, he, he features pretty heavily in it. But um, what, what was the process of moving down there full time? I know you lived with a host family for a little bit. Um, like, how did that how did that come about? Was there discussions with Sporting KC about moving down full time or? Um, yeah. Um, U14 year. Um, the people that I was riding with, they they had it all like sorted out that they were gonna move over there with the host family. And so yeah, it was a it was a big decision for me. And you know, we talked to to the club about that and they uh they wanted to help me and my family out. So yeah, they just uh, sorted all that out for us. And who was your host family? Because I saw on the YouTube series that they, the the person who they interviewed, they she said they've known, she's known you for since you've been like six or seven. Uh, how is that? What's that connection? Is that a family connection? Is that a friend connection? Um, um it's, uh, it's a friendly family connection. Okay. 
I've been knowing their their son since since I first started playing soccer. So it just made the the transition from from here from Omaha to Kansas City a lot much more easier. Yeah, to to stay. I mean, staying with a host family would be hard, especially if you didn't know them. But to have that support of someone you know fairly well probably made it a little bit easier. Yeah. Um, what was the hardest part for you about leaving Omaha um, and moving to Kansas City? Uh, on a on a full-time basis um I mean I moved at a at a pretty young age I was a 13 um and you know not a lot of 13 year olds willingly no no. family (laughs) so I mean yeah I miss my family Um, most of the time I miss my parents my my brothers my sister all my friends um so it was a it was very tough but um they all supported me and they all knew that this was a this was uh, the, the right step I needed to take. Yeah. How often do you, do, are you able to get back to Omaha at all? Or how often are you able to come home? Um, with the season now. Um, Not at a, all right now. <laughs> tough, yeah. Um, has your family been able to come to, obviously, I know we said off air, your, your mom moved down to KC. So now you're, you and her are uh, living in an apartment together. But are, is the rest of your family able to come down and visit? Um, yeah, they come down um, whenever they can. Um, yeah, it's always nice to have them come and, and uh, watch me play. It's always nice. Yeah. Have you been a Have you become a Kansas City barbecue like convert yet? Are you eating a bunch uh, of barbecue food? <laughs> I, I've had it um once. Okay. Um, and it was really good. I mean, and I've also heard um a lot of people say that you know Kansas City is it's one of the spots to go if you want barbecue. So it's still yeah. not better than some of the food that we were talking about off air from from South Omaha, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or better than your mom's cooking, which has apparently been a big benefit of her moving down. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> um, so like I said, you were fe- you were featured heavily along with some other SKC Academy players in Bleacher's Repo- Bleacher Reports, the Academy YouTube series. Um, it showed some of the difficulties of this past year with the pandemic. Um what were some of the challenges you faced as a player and as a high school student? Cause I, I, I know that you are or were still taking classes while you're an Academy student or Academy player. So what, what were some of the hardest parts about that or the challenges you faced? Um, it was just um, at the beginning with the pandemic, um, it was really difficult. Um, you know, we, everything was through a, a zoom call. So, I mean, trying to learn school through a zoom call, I mean, I mean, I guess I can speak for a lot of students. I mean, it really wasn't, really wasn't the best, but, you know. Yeah, no, that's, uh, that's, I think uh, I work with some college students right now who like, they are just can't wait for in-person classes because yeah. they're just so tired of, yeah. of uh, learn, trying to learn math and science and everything else over Zoom calls. Um, what were some of the things the club had to do to, uh, um, to, to continue your training throughout the pandemic? So we had um some like technical um training sessions through Zoom call. We would all just um get on a Zoom call and, and we would just um you know get some touches in and do some juggling just to you know to not be so rusty when when we get back. Yeah. How did you? How was your fitness? How did the uh, was that uh was that hard to get back once you uh once you rejoined like squad type practices and games or or how did you keep up your fitness during the pandemic? Um, yeah, when I was back in Omaha, um, I would, um, meet up with, uh, with my friends, with, with Edwin, with my brothers, and we would just train like almost every okay. day. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and you, you kind of just, you know, brought him up. Uh, Edwin Cisneros is, is your nephew. 
Um, and uh, Edwin had himself a good high school season uh, with the Omaha South Packers. Ended up being Gatorade Player of the Year. Do you still, since you're in high, high school age and you probably have friends who are playing on that team, do you still follow their their team a little bit, or uh, are you kind of just whatever you see on social media? Uh, no, yeah, I follow them um, closely. Um, I'm always watching. Whenever I can watch um, one of their games, I always watch it. I'm always uh, supporting them because I do know um, a lot of the players on, on that team. I'm good friends with most of them, so cool. I always try to support them. The, I'll tell you what, that is my that is my favorite place to go watch a, a high school soccer game because they, they just get the best attendance and obviously the, the style of play and the players are quality. So it's uh, yeah. it's cool that you still follow along. And obviously Edwin has one more year left, so uh, yeah, he, he's probably set to do some good things too. Um, in the YouTube series, so it kind of came out before you signed your professional contract. Um and the coaches were kind of already hinting. They're like, yep, Ozzy's, Ozzy's the one guy that we kind of see, like, right soon, soon making that jump. Um, and then that eventually happened. Um, and signing a pro contract is a big deal. And it's almost like you made it, but you still have, you know, if you want to make, make it, make it, you still have a long way to go. Like, what motivates you to keep working hard and not settling for what you've accomplished so far? Um, it's just knowing um how much potential I have. Um, I know I can um, I can be so much more better. I mean, like yeah, I signed a pro contract, but that's um the first step of many. I mean, I still got a lot much more to to accomplish, and um, um, yeah, just just uh working hard every day, trying to get better. Just, yeah. And you face you face some pretty challenge. Are you the are you the youngest player on the SKC two team now? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I what's it, what's that like being the, being the young one? Do you get, uh, do you get, uh, picked on a little bit or is, are the uh, other guys pretty cool? <laughs> uh, I mean, they're pretty cool. I mean, they try to pick on me, but you know, I don't let them pick on me. I, no, know. I saw, I saw yeah. a video on Twitter where you were, you were, I can't remember who it was, but you were, um, you were giving it right back to one of the other, uh, the other yeah. players on, yeah. on the, <laughs> in the team. So that was cool. Yeah. That's, it's good to see, uh, but what was your feeling when you first received the offer to sign? Like, what went through your head? Who did you talk to when you first received the offer to sign that professional contract? Um, it was an amazing feeling. Um, right when um when I saw that that they offered me a contract, um, I ran straight to my parents' room and I just let them. I just told them, and you know, just the look on their face. It was just it was just an amazing feeling for for our whole family. That's awesome. And you could see in the picture that the Omaha World Herald put in there, like with you and your family at the stadium, with the jersey, like those smiles are genuine. Like that's just some excitement and just happiness. And, um, you know, that, that that's really it's It's still a really cool story. And I don't think it'll ever get old for anyone up here um, since joining the academy. Um, you and then obviously SKC, two now. Um, you've made appearances for the U.S. Youth National Team at the U13 and U15 level. Um, did you notice like any differences from what was going on at the academy to then going into the youth national team setup? Like, obviously, the club has is a high level environment, but were there any differences? Was it even higher at the national team level, or what was that like? Um, I mean, playing at the the national team level, um, it's always um, a very high level. It's very fast paced very competitive. I mean, you know, we're only there for, you know, 
a short period of time. So we're all competing, trying to earn ourselves a, a starting spot. So, um, yeah. But, I mean, it, it isn't too much big of a difference. Okay. It's more, you know. Just different, pl- just different players where they're coming from, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, do you – are you in the mix for the U-17 U.S. national team, or, or where is your U.S. national team status sit right now? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm in the mix. Um, we're supposed to have a U-17 World Cup this year, but with COVID, yeah. it got canceled. So Okay. Dang, that would have been uh... – that would have been a special thing. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully, hopefully the that's not the last of your opportunities. Like, so, and I guess that brings my last question about the U.S. U.S. national team stuff. Um, do you have dreams and aspirations of going to the full team, getting a full team cap with the U.S. men's national team, or or where do you hope to go with that? Um, yeah, it's it's a, it's one of my goals that I have. Um, playing for for my country, um, whether it's being here or or for Mexico, just. Being able to play for your country, it's it's always an amazing feeling. Have you had any contact with the the Mexican Federation at all, or? Uh, no, not recently. Not recently. Yeah. Is that is that? I guess that I guess I do have one follow up. Is that is that hard balancing that with obviously, um, you know, uh, your parents being from Mexico and and a lot of friends and family being from there, and and I'm sure there's a loyalty to to. To, to Mexico is is it hard being like uh, you know I'm playing for the U.S. national team but I mean because as a young as a young kid for me you know Me- I grew up cheering against Mexico when I was watching U.S. and you probably were different right you're probably cheering for Mexico so is that hard to balance is it is it or is it just like just having the opportunity in itself is just great um, I mean my family they're they're very supportive no matter where I go they're always gonna support me so I mean, but yeah, I mean, there's also that, that big rivalry. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a big rivalry. Yeah. Um, so I know you're a young player yourself. So this, like, this is going to sound kind of, kind of weird when I ask you this, but there are probably hundreds and thousands of kids in Nebraska that are going to see and see your story and kind of watch you and watch your progress. And, and, you know, if, and when you get to that top level, they're going to want to be you. Like, what does that, what does that feel like? What does that mean to you to have that type of potential, like following from, from youth players in Nebraska? Um, It just motivates me even more. It just makes me want to push myself even harder to, you know, to be a a good role model for, for all the young people um, that are watching me. Awesome. And I think, yeah, that's, I've heard, I've heard nothing but good things from a lot of coaches and people about you. And I think that's really cool that you want to be that role model for people. Cause there's people, there's kids who are going to be looking out and wanting to follow your footsteps or even just be successful soccer players at their own level. So that being said, what words of encouragement or advice do you have for the young players like that U eight or that U six, seven, even maybe that 10 year old who's just getting started in competitive soccer, playing on teams. What what advice do you give for those for those for those young players or parents of those young players on on how to approach soccer? Um, to always be humble and to just um have fun. Um, I mean, you know, some things aren't really gonna go your way. They're not always gonna go your way, but I mean, just never um just never give up. Um, there's always a, another day to get better. Every day you're trying to get better 1% every day. So I love that. 
yeah. I love that. Um, so you've made it through your journey so far. So I kind of want to switch gears. Um, how's the season going for you personally? How do you feel like the transition's been to to moving up to uh, SKC two from the academy? Um, I mean, season has been going good. Um, you know, there's there's ups and downs, but you know that's how it's always gonna be. Um, but other than that, it's been good. I'm just training every day, trying to get better, um, trying to push to, um, to hopefully play in the MLS one day. Awesome. And uh, how's the team been doing? I've, I've seen kind of results have been up, down, and everything else. Uh, how's the team doing, do you feel like? Do you feel like you all are getting better? Uh, yeah, every day um, we're getting better. Um, you know, there's uh, some games where we don't get the results we deserve, but you know, we always keep a positive mind and we always, um, we always, um, trying to get better every day. Awesome. So you, you've, uh, you made a few appearances for SKC two. Um, what's next for you? I know you're, you kind of seem to be taking it day by day and just trying to get better and focusing where you're at, but what, 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 what's on the horizon or what do you hope is next for you in the next, in the coming year, coming two years, coming five years? Um, to play in the MLS, it would be um, it's uh, it's, it's one of the main goals that I have right now to play in the MLS and to just help the team out, um, whichever way it is, to, to just help them win. So awesome. My main goals that I have right now. Well, and and Chase and I, who are the two guys that run Nebraska Soccer Talk, we're gonna help. We're hoping to get down to Kansas City sometime soon. We've been working with Sporting KC to hopefully do more in-person stuff once COVID starts to get you know, a little bit flattened out and a little bit better. Um, but the one thing, we, you know, we want to do on Nebraska Soccer Talk too is kind of continue to, sh- you know, shout out your 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 roots and like where you come from. Um, you know, you I, I'd like to give you a chance to kind of talk a little bit about what your family's doing. Um, your family, your brother has a business mm-hmm. um, that your dad's working for. Could you and just tell us a little bit about how that got started and what business um, that is? Yeah, so my brother... Um... He worked for um, Wright Tree Service. Okay. He's always just been, you know, chopping trees. And, you know, he just thought, you know, why not make my own company? So, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, it's kind of been a, a family business. Um, back in quarantine, I actually um, did a little bit of... of <laughs> you took a break from... Uh, you took a break from skill work to, to go uh, remove some trees? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, Ozzy, that honestly, that just makes you even more likable. I think that you're not above getting your hands dirty and doing some manual labor for, uh, mm-hmm. for your family. What's your, what's your brother's business called? Uh, it's called Cisneros Tree Service. All right. So if you need a tree removed, you know, make sure you uh, look up our tree, you know, whatever you need for your trees, look up Cisneros Tree Service. And then we talked a little bit about this off air, but I kind of want your final take. If you had to go to one place in your old neighborhoods in Omaha. Um, if you had to go to one place to eat, where are you going and what are you getting there? Um, going to a Taqueria del Rey. Okay. And it's, it's tough. Either <laughs> I get, I get a, a torta de, de asada or some, some tacos de asada. Okay. They're well, always, they're hey, always good. There you go. You can't go wrong. Um, so if you go there, make sure to tell them that, you know, Ozzy Cisneros said, this is what, this is where I got to go. And this is what I got to get. So, um, Ozzy, uh, 
thanks for joining us. You know, I appreciate it. Don't want to keep too much of your time. Um, mm-hmm. Good luck with the rest of your season. Uh, I know I speak from, I can't just speak for myself, but I can speak for everyone. Like we're super excited to follow along with you and, uh, and, and see where you go. So thanks again for coming on the show. Uh, yeah. Thank you for having me. And that was Sporting Kansas City's Ozzy Cisneros. I want to thank Ozzy for coming on the show. And I also want to thank Sporting Kansas City and Sporting Relationship Executive Joshua Smith and Director of Communications Kurt Austin for helping make this happen and helping Ozzy and make and being flexible with all of our schedules. We have more of a loose partnership in the works with Sporting Kansas City, and I'm super excited to continue to work with Joshua and the club going forward on expanding the game of soccer in the state of Nebraska and the Omaha area. If you liked our high school and college content this spring and are looking forward to more interviews like today and future college content in the fall and high school contact ne- content next spring, please make sure to rate review, subscribe, and share our podcast and our website, nebraskasoccertalk.com. If you feel so inclined, visit our Venmo, and you can drop us some support there too. Uh, We're very grateful of the support we've had so far, and I'm going to make sure to give those individuals a shout-out during this season of the Nebraska Soccer Talk podcast. So again, thank you for listening, and have a great weekend.